It's time, Fort Wayne. Your sports, your station. It's, it's a, a sports, sports rush, rush with Brett Ruff. Covering all the topics that hit a nerve here in the Summit City. Only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Now here's your host, Brett Rump. Your greatest most interesting, most important person of all time. You are incredible! Over the one. Yeah, well, you're half right. This is Amateur Hour. This is going to be huge. This is going to be our finest hour. Hello, friends. 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 Just when I think you've said the stupidest thing ever, you keep talking. I think that's the worst thing I've ever heard. That boy ain't right. The simplest way to put it, I have problems. Welcome to the alleged show. From the south side of the Summit City, it's John Nolan in for Brett today. Well, Adam Lundy, per usual, is our producer. We're taking you up until 6 for your local sports fix. Brett's on the road with the Purdue Fort Wayne Mastodons men's basketball team will be taking on Wright State tomorrow night in a game that you can hear on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM at 7 o'clock. But here today, we've got a great show for you. Comedian Joey Molinaro is set to join us at 435. That is the Joey Molinaro, who's taken the sports comedy world by storm over the last few years. Especially with his impressions of the likes of Andrew Luck, Nick Saban, Colin Cowherd, and really it's a, an ever-evolving list outside of sports, too. Examples, Jimmy Fallon and Owen Wilson. And if you didn't know, Joey's actually an Indianapolis native, and he still lives down in Indy. Big Purdue fan, supports the Pacers. He's a Cubs guy. He was actually just at the Cubs convention, CubsCon, in Chicago over the weekend. And Adam, I don't know about for you, but for me personally, he's probably become my number one go-to when I need a laugh, pull up his social media channels. So looking forward to having Joey with us at 435. You might remember also he was with Barstool Sports for a couple years, but now uh, he's been doing his own thing for more than a year. And besides following him on social media at Joey Molinaro, including on YouTube, you can also catch his podcast, These Guys, with another indie guy in Benedict. Lizzie. And for racing fans, he also hosts the Speed Street Pod. And if you do follow him on social media, you can check out uh, some cool merchandise that he's got branded for sale as well. Before then, though, at 420, we'll visit with Pacers broadcaster Pat Boylan. Coming up tonight on these airwaves, you can hear the Pacers visit the Oklahoma City Thunder 8 o'clock tip. Coverage starting at 7.30. So all in all, it's been a pleasantly surprising season for the Pacers Bit of a skid right now as they're dealing with injuries, most notably to their star point guard, Tyrese Halliburton. But uh, Pat will give us the pulse of the Pacers. Also on the program today, in our second hour, second hour we're going to talk with Ariel Epstein from PointsBet USA. She has uh, earned the nickname Prop Queen um, for uh, her betting picks. And so with more NFL playoff action coming up this weekend, which again you can find here on 1380 The Fan. 100.9 FM and 1380thefan.com all weekend long on Saturday and Sunday. So Ariel will give us some picks to try to put some um, money in your pockets uh, going forward. She's also on NBA TV, MLB Network. So uh, we'll, we'll cover a lot with Ariel. And one thing here, a little change of pace, middle of the week. Today officially kicks off Saver Fort Wayne, sponsored by Visit Fort Wayne. So if you're looking to uh, grab a bite, out of the house, out of the apartment, 
over the next week and a half. There is some really amazing deals all around the city, and so we'll talk about that as well. Maybe uh, give you our own picks of what we're looking to uh, to check out during essentially restaurant week, and it's more than a week. Uh, Savor Fort Wayne starting today through the next couple of weekends. So big show. Want to hear from you, too. Uh, and in fact, we can open up our Parkview Sports Medicine text line at 46862. And you can interact with us on social media at 1380 The Fan. Adam is at Adam Sports Radio. I'm John underscore G underscore Nolan. John with an H and it's N-O-L-A-N. Maybe we'll make our question here, Adam, for the first hour. Favorite comedian or what's your go-to source uh, for a laugh? Yeah, absolutely. I'm really looking forward to having Joey on a little bit later in the show. I've been noticing he's just been blowing up a lot on uh, on Twitter, Instagram, and with all of these impression TikTok, videos. Yeah, absolutely. Everywhere. Really funny. And then another question we could also pose to the text line, since we're talking about Savor Fort Wayne and some of these Fort Wayne restaurants, where's your favorite place to grab a bite to eat in Fort Wayne? I'd love to know. Are you looking for uh, recommendations? Well, again, we're going to have sure. that. We're going to have that uh, in the second hour. But uh, yeah, certainly whether it, you want to talk food, you want to talk sports, whatever's on your mind, mm-hmm. hit us up on the Parkview Sports Medicine text line at four six eight six two. And of course, other happenings in the world of sports as well that we'll hit on a little bit. You know, it's not. Uh, I feel like for a while, especially with all the bowl games going on, college football, the playoffs. It was almost overwhelming. Now we kind of settle settle in. Uh, you know, we've already gone through the first weekend of the NFL playoffs. Things all of a sudden feel a little bit more manageable. We'll have IU men's basketball and Purdue men's basketball playing tomorrow night. IU women's basketball plays tonight. They're actually a team that kind of goes under the radar, top 10 uh, in the country. But we'll have IU and Purdue hoops going on tomorrow night. But tonight's not like an overwhelming night. Settle in, but nevertheless... Plenty still going on. Yeah, let's go ahead and get into uh, today's uh, top stories for you. Well, we'll start off with some great news as Buffalo Bills safety DeMar Hamlin continues his road to recovery. He has begun spending more time at the team's facility. Coach Sean McDermott said Wednesday that Hamlet was there almost daily visiting on Tuesday and Wednesday. So that's great news as he continues his recovery. We like to hear everything positive that we can about that. On Tuesday evening, it was reported... That former Indianapolis Colts head coach, Frank Reich, was interviewed for the open position in Arizona by the Cardinals. Little interesting tidbit there. Could be seeing Frank Reich in Arizona. After he became the first player in any NFL game since 1932 to miss four extra point attempts against the Bucks, the Dallas Cowboys will go into the divisional round of the playoffs against the 49ers with kicker Brett Maher. Dallas special teams coordinator John Fassel said, You wonder sometimes how you get back into the hot hand. I think it's keep stepping up to the line and shooting that thing. And some AFC South news. The Tennessee Titans have hired San Francisco Director of Player Personnel, Rand Carthorn, Carthon, as their general manager. And those are your today's top stories for you there, John. All right, thanks, Adam. And as far as the Colts coaching search goes, uh, latest information out of Indy is that the Colts want to interview former Falcons head coach Dan Quinn for their head coaching position. So it doesn't seem like uh, any announcement there is imminent as they continue to uh, kind of go through the carousel of candidates, though still notably not interviewing uh, Sean Payton. So we'll uh, check in on what's going on with the Colts here over the course of the day as well. 
Um, let's see. You heard it on the update uh, before we started. Notre Dame football schedule is out for next year and you know, continues to be some good news for IU football as far as this uh, new recruiting class and some of the transfers that they've got coming back. And, of course, uh, maybe one thing we'll talk about with Joey, since he's a, a big Purdue guy, is uh, the state of, of Purdue football, too. So still sprinkling a little bit of college football talk. But uh, otherwise, you start to, to shift more into the focus on hoops. And, again, tomorrow night, it'll be IU playing at Illinois. Same matchup, actually, that the women have tonight. And the question will be, can IU replicate what it did over the weekend against Wisconsin? Show, so show excuse me, some consistency on defense, or is it going to be back to – Kind of the more ugly brand that we had been seeing of late. And then for Purdue, they'll be on the road against Minnesota. And I guess you just hope for no letdown after uh, an emotional, another impressive win that they had on Monday afternoon MLK Day at Michigan State. So again, let us know what's on your mind here today on the Parkview Sports Medicine text line 46862. Adam, I, I teased the question to you. I didn't give you a chance to answer it. What would be your go-to option if, you know, hopefully you don't have any down days, but, you know, sometimes maybe uh, things aren't going your way. It happens. Uh, it's okay to not be okay. Uh, if, if you're down, what's a, what's a pick-me-up for you? What, what makes you laugh? Ooh, that's a good question. I really like um, just picking, like, an old movie that I've seen a lot of times and just something that I can just know that is funny and that I enjoy and, and I'll laugh to it. Um, so a, a classic movie, it would be a good pick me up for me, I would say. What what comes to mind? What, what movie? Uh, this is this is funny, but one of my comfort movies is is Dodgeball, a true underdog story. There you go. Yeah, I, I, I could watch. I could watch, and that'll always bring a smile to my face. It'll never be not funny seeing the purple gym, purple cobras, and all, all that. Average Joe's. It's, it's just a hilarious movie. No, that's a that's a great pick, and I I'm impressed. Good for you as a, a younger guy, actually having the patience to. Go through a movie to, uh, to, to raise your spirits. <laughs> I got to admit, I'm probably more on the uh, instant gratification uh, train these days and would be looking to just go to social media. And that's, again, part of the uh, appeal of the content that Joey Molinero puts out is that you know it's usually just going to be maybe not even a minute, no more than a few minutes. And uh, yeah, he is just so, so good. Yeah. And it's not just sports stuff, too. It's relatable. I mean... Uh, you know, he grew up going to church and just the stuff that is just so relatable, you know, going out to a, a restaurant like we were talking about. Absolutely. Fort Wayne restaurants uh, for Saver Fort Wayne, but just going out to a restaurant with the family. And, you know, it's probably not surprising, actually, that I think one of uh, a couple of his main area of influences are shows like Seinfeld in the office. And he's done some like modern spoofs of those, too. Yeah. Um. And, but his wheelhouse, though, ultimately does become sports. He actually has a broad uh, background in sports broadcasting. He was working for the fan in Indianapolis before. Oh, yeah, we know the fan. Yeah, things uh, blew up for him. And going back to his time in high school at Ron Colley and then in college, Ball State and Indy did uh, sports broadcasting there. So, again, sometimes... He, uh, you know, will will mock in a friendly way uh, sports broadcast, yeah. and it seems so uh, realistic because he actually does have that uh, <laughs> that background. So, looking forward to having uh, Joey join us in about twenty minutes or so, and we'll have Pat Boylan of the Pacers before then. But here for anyone who, if the name doesn't register, you probably will, will recognize uh, some of Joey's uh, material. 
Yeah, absolutely. He did a hilarious uh, impression of Nick Nick Saban. So uh, here that is. Well, I still like both sides. I still think green beans and mashed potatoes are good. I think that our family would enjoy both of them. All right. So why do you continually keep asking me to say something that's not going to respect one of them? I'm not going to. So quit asking. <laughs> Dude, that was uh, Thanksgiving time 2019. And I think he, the story goes, he, he really started to, to garner attention because he's Maybe surprising to uh, to most of us to learn. He's actually a pretty reserved, shy guy. So it took something for him to put these impressions, the videos uh, out on social media. But 2019, he does a, a, a phenomenal Andrew Luck uh, impersonation. So that was one that um, that first started to go viral because Pat McAfee shared it. And then that Nick Saban one. That was the first one I saw. I was late to my family's Christmas party in 2019 because I saw that video. And next thing you know, I went down the rabbit hole watching yeah. all the content uh, that he had put out. But he's, he's a Steelers fan. That's the only non-local team that he supports. But obviously, just growing up in the backyard of the Colts, he can uh, cover a lot of ground when it comes to uh, to the Colts impersonations. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, uh, he's done a hilarious one of uh, Jim Irsay that I think will. We'll, do you want us to go ahead and get into that now? Or and, yeah, Chris Ballard's gotten into uh, yeah. <laughs> to the mix of late too, and the Colts clearly provided uh, plenty of material over the course of this past season. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, if you got it queued up. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Probably a bad analogy right now. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. That's the one of him on, doing uh, uh, Andrew good, Luck. Good dancer, a great dancer, uh, but uh, a, a bad analogy, and, uh, and uh, I, I apologize for that. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get to that Jeff Saturday one. This is uh, this is the Jeff Saturday one here. Don't do it. Mr. Saturday, don't. I think I got it. Mr. Saturday, can you give me? Jeff Saturday on the phone, uh, <laughs> followed by Peyton Manning, but but definitely Jeff Saturday. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Again, I hope I hope you're having a good day out there, and we appreciate you tuning in. But if you ever need to pick me up, I highly recommend checking out Joey Molinero's content online, and it's going to be a great treat for us to have him join us in about 20 minutes. Before then, though, the Mad Ants have been on a great run of late. And meanwhile, the Pacers trying to get back on track. And so we'll chat with Pacers broadcaster Pat Boylan. You'll hear him here tonight on the radio. You'll also see him on Bally Sports Indiana. But coming up next, we'll be joined by Pat Boylan of the Pacers. You're listening to the Sports Rush on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. John Nolan in for Brett with producer Adam Lundy. Our Parkview Sports Medicine text line is 46862. We were talking about, uh, you know, what's a a go-to for a a laugh in case you're down or just want to pick me up. We'll have comedian Joey Molinaro joining us uh, later in the hour. So someone uh, chiming in that their go-tos for Adam, it's watching dodgeball. They go with Ace Ventura, Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, honorable mention, Tropic Thunder, and The Hangover. So thanks to Justin for chiming in there. Uh, someone else not happy with Colts owner Jim Ursay. Uh, we'll leave it there right now. Fortunately, Pacers fans have more to be appreciative of down in Indy right now. And we welcome in from the Pacers broadcast team, our friend Pat Boylan. Tonight, you can catch him uh, on the radio coverage leading up to the Pacers and the Thunder at 8 o'clock. Coverage starting at 7.30. You see him all the time on Bally Sports Indiana as well. Pat, thanks so much for your time. How you doing? 
Hey, John, doing well. Appreciate you having me on as always. Before we talk Pacers, just since we uh, we went down the rabbit hole here of a go-to for a, a laugh, uh, and obviously you have a stressful job, so every once in a while you might need to just have a, a moment of levity. Uh, where are you turning to, whether it's short little video on social media or a movie? What's uh, kind of getting you in uh, better spirits? Uh, well, first of all, I will say that while at times the job can feel stressful in the grand scheme of things, we're doing basketball here, right? So, I mean, yes, in the point. grand scheme of things, there are people that are listening to this in the greater Fort Wayne area that perhaps work in medicine or uh, in sciences that have far more important jobs than uh, than you or I have. But uh, I, I think stressful is, is relative in this case. I will say, you know, this, this isn't the direction you're looking to that you were necessarily asking about. But the first thing that popped into my head, and the Pacers have, Maybe had one or two other guys like this, but nobody ever quite like him. Uh, Buddy Heald just has such a personality about him that it's hard not to just uh, laugh or smile when you are in his company. I mean, he's such a goofy guy. Um, he's just constantly cracking jokes. So I, I think for me, he's somebody that always keeps things light. And I think, um, not that you were necessarily asking about the Pacers here, but I think that's like really valuable for a locker room to have somebody who just kind of has a personality like that. So I think if you ask the Pacers player that question, you might also get the answer of Buddy Heel. But, you know, I'm like any other guy. I'll, I'll throw on Netflix or the game or whatever to, uh, to relax. I <laughs> know uh, that's a, a great point you make there. And definitely, I think, a factor with the season that the Pacers are having here and their success and just kind of to that uh, good vibes. And they recently had won eight of 10. Now injuries have uh, caused a little bit of a hiccup, but it's been awesome to see the atmosphere, the environment down at Gamebridge Fieldhouse, most recently at home on Saturday against Memphis. That was a sellout. I know during uh, the break around Christmas and New Year's, there was a, another game sold out and, and more that were pretty close to it and just seems like a great energy in the building. Uh, so for those of us who haven't had a chance to be that down there and experiencing it, you know, what has the energy, the vibe been like uh, inside Gamebridge this season? Well, I'll tell you, the Pacers have played before this road trip. They just got done with a stretch of eight home games in ten games overall. And for every single one of those games. Now, some of them are, uh, you know, the, the New Year's Eve matinee day game, which always sells well. Some of them are big, uh, you know, opponents on weekend days, which always do well. But for every single one of those eight games, I would catch myself looking up into the balcony and into the corners. And that's where you can usually tell what kind of night it's going to be from a crowd perspective. And if there's a lot of people in the balcony corners, you know you're in for a good night and a good atmosphere. And if the game ends up being good, um, you know, potentially a game-changing type of atmosphere. And really, the, the last month or so, I think you've seen a pretty significant turn in terms of turnout in Indianapolis, turnout from the Pacers fan base. Really, I think there, there was probably a lot of people, and, and a lot of those in the Fort Wayne area probably fall under this, that were kind of watching early on, okay, what's this Pacers team going to be? Everybody is, is projecting them to win mid-20s games. And then all of a sudden, Tyrese Halliburton is doing what he's doing. The Pacers, you know, are, are until Halliburton's injury – and still probably qualify as this right now, the biggest surprise team in the NBA. They're fun to watch, and it's just, I think, been fascinating to see, even in a couple months, 
how much that has changed. And you can tell the impact of it when Rick Carlisle, Miles Turner will discuss that in their post-game interview when they weren't even asked. These are unasked responses uh, that these guys are giving just talking about the environment and, and how impactful that can be on close games down the stretch. Until Halliburton went out, the Pacers had a three-week stretch in there where they were only winning close games at home. And I think that's had something to do with it. And I know I've got family up in Fort Wayne. Fort Wayne is near and dear to my heart. I know it's a couple hours away. I know it's a little bit of a drive. But for anybody listening here, if you can make it down, we would love to have you. Um, and, and the Pacers really, uh, at least when Halliburton's been out there, they haven't disappointed in a home game this year. Yeah, no, great point. I've heard those comments, too. And, uh, yeah, that can clearly be a difference maker. And now uh, during the currently on a stretch uh, with the several road games in a row. So last time out, it was a hard fought setback against the Bucks minus uh, Halliburton still. So it says you, you take the temperature of the team here as they're uh, in this situation without tie for a few weeks, at least did just get uh, Miles Turner back, but some other bumps and bruises uh, adding up here midway through. Uh, what's kind of the forecast over, over the next uh, couple weeks here until you get through the All-Star break at least? Yeah, well, the, the forecast at least on Halliburton is he got injured a week ago today, and then the day after they said it'll be two weeks and then we'll reevaluate. Um I think it's been a positive sign seeing him on the bench, able to move around. He's not wearing crutches. He's not in a cast or anything like that. So the Pacers have probably at least eight more days without him and probably at least a little longer than that. Typically when they say reevaluated, that guy's not available immediately after that. But Halliburton is somebody, look, I think most NBA players want to get back as quickly as they can. He had an injury in Houston earlier in the year that when he went down, I remember thinking, A, I hope it's not long-term, but B, he is, the Pacers had a back-to-back the next day. He is done uh, for that next game, and he played in it. And I think of all of the guys that we've had here through, it, it would be impossible to rank, but Halliburton, in terms of his desire to play, when he's nicked up or when his injury is as high as anybody that I can remember. So I say all that to say when he feels like he can get back out there, he will be probably back out there as soon as possible. In the meantime, to me, the biggest thing this group is, is trying to learn without him right now is how to close out games. The Memphis Grizzlies game a few days ago, the Grizzlies, who are arguably the best team in the NBA, came in uh, and won that game fairly handedly. But if you've looked at the other games the Pacers have played without Halliburton, uh, they have overall had really nice stretches. They were leading by nine in the fourth quarter against Atlanta. They were leading going into the fourth quarter against Milwaukee on Monday afternoon, but they're not closing out these games. So I think the next step for this group without Halliburton is trying to figure out how to do that. Uh, they've had nice stretches of play, but ultimately haven't been able to take advantage of those by closing out down the stretch. So the positive in there is in the last two games, in two of the last three games, the two that were competitive, you know, three plus of those four quarters in each of those, you were pretty happy with where the team stood. And it makes sense, right? You lose your best player and closing down the stretch is a little bit more difficult. But I think the Pacers have three more games on this road trip. Um, I, I want to see, A, their competitiveness with these opponents. I, I want to continue to see that they're regularly in these games and giving them themselves a chance to win. But to me, there's no doubt the next step in a Tyrese Halliburton list lineup is figuring out how to close out these 
tight games down the stretch in the fourth quarter without him, which is which is difficult. You got all sorts of different guys on the ball in different rotations than you're used to typically playing. And hope to perhaps see that tonight at Oklahoma City. Pat, we know it's a, a game night for you, so don't want to uh, to hold you up. Just on the way out here, what can we look forward to with tonight's game and tonight's broadcast as you anchor the coverage? Yeah, and John, I appreciate you having me on. I uh, appreciate all of you hopefully tuning in here coming up. And, you know, I'll just say I think Oklahoma City, maybe the Pacers, the Utah Jazz, and Oklahoma City are the three surprise teams of the NBA this year. These are three teams that people expected to be near or at the bottom and ha- instead are fighting for playoff positioning as we are now past the midway point of the season. And they are kind of reminiscent of the Pacers in a way that they've had a guy take a massive leap here in Shea Gilgis-Alexander. It depends on where you draw the line on MVP discussion, but if you were to say look at the top ten players and that is your MVP discussion, I think Shea Gilgis-Alexander in that barometer is in the MVP discussion. He's been fantastic in Oklahoma City, not a big market, not a team that's winning a ton. Um, he's he, What he's doing is probably going under the radar to the casual fan, but he's been up near 30 points per game. He's been fantastic, and he's kind of been their Tyrese Halliburton. He's a different player. He's a better scorer. Uh, he's, he's nowhere near the passer of Halliburton, but I think his rise and this team's rise are, are pretty similar. And so I think you've got a couple of teams headed into tonight um, who, who have been surprises and who have had really good chemistry and who are trying to um, continue to keep these impressive seasons going. And, and one thing I'll add before uh, I let you go here, on Saturday, we hope you'll be with us as well. This is going to be a special night because Mark Boyle, the longtime play-by-play voice of the Pacers, is going to hit game 3,000. And he will be just the sixth radio-only play-by-play guy to hit that number. So we'll be doing a few things around the broadcast uh, and through the broadcast to celebrate him, but that'll be a historic night on Saturday as well. The Pacers play Wednesday, Friday, Saturday on the road, and then they'll come back home. That's an incredible accomplishment for Mark, and you guys together make a, an awesome team, so we look forward to uh, tuning in here tonight. Of course, you can follow Pat on social media at Pat Boylan Pacers as well. Thanks again for your time, and have a good one tonight. Of course, John. Appreciate you having me as always. Pat Boylan, and yeah, maybe uh, we had Pat's grandmother who lives uh, in Fort Wayne tuned in, but always great to hear from Pat, and glad that it's been a a fun Pacer season to cover and for us to follow. So just had Pat on the phone from down in Indianapolis. Going to take a timeout. When we come back, we're going to head back down I-69, and we're going to have comedian Joey Molinaro join us. That's going to be a lot of fun, so don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Sports Rush on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. John Nolan in for Brett Rump here on the Sports Rush on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM, along with producer Adam Lundy. Thanks so much for making us part of your Wednesday, and it's a, a real delight now for us to welcome in a special guest, first time here on the Sports Rush. He's an Indiana native from the south side of Indy, a Ron Colley High School grad, a U-Indy alum who spent a little time at Ball State as well, and he still lives here in Indiana today, even as he's become a famous comedian with more than a million followers on social media for impressions like this. Well, I still like both sides. I still think green beans and mashed potatoes are good. I think that our family would enjoy both of them, all right? So why do you continually keep asking me to say something that's not going to respect one of them? I'm not going to, so quit asking. 
He's Joey Molinero and at Joey Molinero on social media. And Joey, thanks so much for joining us, man. How you doing? John, what's going on, man? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing uh, awesome to, to have you join us here. And, uh, you know, that was a flashback to one of your early clips that you'd put out on social media in 2019. The uh, the Coach Saban impression that I know SportsCenter and ESPN had shared and things really have uh, have snowballed since. Uh, but now belatedly, hope you had a good holiday season here this year and your New Year's off to a good start. And just to, to go back a little bit, I know you became a father last year. So congratulations on that. You know, how is how has life uh, evolved for you since uh, becoming a dad late in the summer? Yeah, man, it's been uh, it's been a whirlwind, you know. Just thinking about uh, the little guy always, and, and how to put food on the table, and uh, all those things, you know. So it's been great. It's been uh, I'm a big Star Wars fan, so it feels like I got my own baby Yoda with me <laughs> at all times, which is uh, a lot of fun. Um, but he's doing well, all happy and healthy, and. Uh, yeah, New Year's off to an interesting start. We came home on uh, Christmas Day, and uh, our house was just uh, raining uh, from the ceiling because of a burst pipe. So um, we were dealing with that for about two weeks into the new year. Uh, but hey, that's living in Indiana. You know, you gotta you gotta roll with the punches on those. So it's all good. Yeah, sorry to hear you had to go through that, but. I'm sure uh, maybe you can find a way to uh, to weave that into some content coming up. I know I've seen some of your videos now are you know relatable for fellow parents out there. Um, yeah, how kind of has your your comedy evolved uh, through your own life experiences? You know, man, it's um, it it, it you know I look up to people like uh, you know like Jerry Seinfeld and, and you know those big time comedians like that and. Yeah, one of the things that a guy like that always says is just like there you're always uh everything's material. You know, right? Like every everything that you, you if you're at a coffee shop or if your pipes burst or becoming a parent, you know, it, it's all material and it all offers a different perspective to where you could, you know, hopefully angle that into some sort of bit or sketch. Um so much to the dismay of my wife, you know, a lot of the times stuff that happens in our own life and in our own home uh becomes known to the internet and you know to the public world but uh that um that, that that's part of it and it's really one of the most fun parts of it is just continuing to say okay i've done this this is what i have been known for uh you know now i'm a dad maybe i can dive into that field you know maybe i'm uh, you know i'm a homeowner i can dive into that field uh so it's kind of you know hopefully opening up more things to just uh sports for me which which uh i'm, I'm happy about for sure, yeah, and we love the uh, the impressions that you do outside of the world of sports, like uh, a Jimmy Fallon or, or an Owen Wilson, as well. But uh, as you were describing there, kudos to your wife for for rolling with that. And uh, and by the way, for those who aren't aware, Joey's wife's a Purdue uh, alum and has helped to influence uh, Joey to be a big Boilers fan. We'll talk maybe a little bit more about Indiana uh, statewide sports in a minute, but. You know, as far as uh, the material that's always out there, curious to know, what's your process like? Where where do you conceive these ideas that you eventually turn into to content that we all enjoy? Yeah, man, it's like uh, it's like I was saying. I I, I really I, I have a notes app on my phone, and it's as simple as just uh, like I was saying what Seinfeld said. You know, my mind is always on. It's always trying to catch the little things um, that, that I could say, oh, that's funny. Oh, that could be funny. This could be a character that 
Um, you know, whether it's maybe like a plumber that came over to my house recently, right? That was trying to figure out what was going on with my pipes. Like maybe I could turn that into original character, right? Because so many people are uh, have, have to deal with things like that in their lives. Um, so really, what what happens from there is just yeah, my, my mind's always on. It's always having a lookout for. Uh, something that I can turn into material, and then I jot something down in my notes app on my phone. Um, and it's, you know, it can be, sometimes it's just a single word, sometimes it's more of a flushed out idea, but I keep them all right there so I can just go back always and say, okay, uh, here we go. Plumber about pipes. Okay, that's what I was thinking at this point. And then I roll from there. And then, and then once it's going, you know, you get into kind of the production phase of uh, shooting and then, and then uh, putting it together uh, myself on my computer. Um, so it can happen pretty quickly. You know, I try to get stuff out, uh, online, uh, probably you know, almost daily, if not, you know, every other day or so just to, uh, you know, hopefully keep stuff fresh and also challenge myself too to, you know, not just stay in the same kind of, uh, groove or routine, but you know, Hey, put something out there that we'll see how it does. If it doesn't work, then that's all right. We, we go back to the, to the notes app, to the drawing board the next day, you know? So, uh, that, that's how it's been for, four or five years now, and uh, honestly, I, I bet it's probably going to stay that way for a while. No, I appreciate you pulling back the uh, the curtain there and filling us in uh, on the process a bit. We've got Joey Molinero with us on the phone right now. You can follow him on social media at Joey Molinero. Check out his podcast, These Guys, with uh, good buddy Benedict Polizzi, uh, a fellow indie guy with them, and it, it's so cool to see how you guys oh, have, yeah. have risen up uh, together and still you know collaborate together at this point. Oh yeah, that's my guy. I've I've uh, I've known Ben since really as long as I can remember. Uh, we went to the same grade school, same high school, same college for a little bit, um, and he's always you know kind of kind of been like a, a big brother to me, a, a big dumb idiot brother. That's for sure. We love him, but he's a he's a goofball. So um, known him forever. Can't imagine not working with him. You know, on 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 some sort of thing. Uh, so then now once we. Um, you know, both kind of went our separate ways for a little bit because of my different jobs and things he was doing. But then now where we find ourselves is like, hey, let's let's get back together and and uh, kind of rebrand, if you will, but but still be the same same old uh, guys that are just trying to have fun and make people laugh. Yeah, and you guys are uh, crushing it in in that regard. And Joey also hosts the Speed Street Pod, and yeah, that kind of plays into your roots here as a. As an Indiana guy, and I know uh, over the years you provided some fantastic content from the Indy 500. Not sure if there's anything in the works yet for this year. I saw a, ha- a headline recently that Shaq, I guess, is going to be in the snake pit uh, come uh, Indy 500 this year. So I don't know if there's anything maybe in the in the uh, works that uh, you could <laughs> do with with Shaq. Yeah, we're gonna. I I I, um, I just found that out today. Uh, that, that is amazing. I mean, that, that, that's big time Shaq, obviously not only is a huge man physically, but has a huge following, uh, and a huge presence everywhere. So I think that's great for, uh, you know, the, the motor speedway It's great for the, the world's greatest race, the 500. It's great for our state or in our city. Um, so I'm super pumped about that, man. I, I just hope he doesn't, you know, try to do a, uh, a crowd surf or anything. <laughs> we might have some, might have some drunken Hoosiers, uh, yeah, you know, getting, getting injured down there. Big old Shaq decides to do that, but we will certainly be putting in a re- request to try to interview him when he's uh, in town without a doubt. Well, I look forward to that. And again, it's really cool to see how, you know, you, you've stayed true to, to the guy who grew up, uh, on the South side of Indy and, 
it, it's still home for you. I was curious, actually, because I know you were a really good uh, athlete growing up playing football and basketball and baseball. Did your travels uh, through youth sports, high school sports, or otherwise ever have you up here in northeast Indiana around Fort Wayne? I don't think so. Maybe a baseball tournament or two when I was kind of in my teen high school time. Um, my my wife's family, actually, one side of her family is actually from Fort Wayne. Um, so she, we saw Bruce up there, actually. So uh, we travel up there usually once a year or so to do a little kind of family reunion, lake weekend type of deal. Um, so her, yeah, her dad is from up there. He went to, where do you go, Schneider or Doinger? Dwinger. Um, yeah, him and his siblings went to Dwinger. And, uh, yeah, so I, I'm a little familiar with Fort Wayne. I, I, I kind of want to become more familiar with it because I hear the downtown. I've never been to the downtown part. The downtown part seems great. Um, you know, would love to go to a 10-cap scan or thing like that. But, um, yeah, I'm a little familiar with it. There you go. Yeah, we'd love to have uh, little Frankie and your wife and the rest of your family uh, join us uh, at Parkview Field downtown for a 10-caps game. You know, in, in years past, we've been able to have uh, a guy who uh, I know you previously interned for, and Pat McAfee, um, and Pat did a show at the theater downtown, the embassy, and, and he took it at 10-caps game. Um, you know, what's, uh, what's uh, coming up for you uh, this year? I don't know how, how much of a schedule you've got planned, but uh, what can we look forward to? Yeah, a little bit of uh, a little bit of everything, you know. I, I always try to pride myself, uh, you know, for the for the people up there uh, in your audience who maybe aren't familiar with me. Um, you know, I always try to pride myself on, on being able to, you know, not to play on um, the ten cap, wear, but wear many caps, you know, and I do a bunch of different things. So, uh, you know, like coming up in February, I'll be going down to uh, the Senior Bowl in Mobile to do some content there and, and host uh, and, and MC an event um, on a Thursday night of that weekend. Um, got, got, got some things in the works that uh, can't really say yet, but hopefully around the NFL draft uh, type of deal there. Uh, obviously all the stuff that I'm doing with Dirty Mo Media and um, Speed Street for the Indy 500 will be coming up in the month of May. Uh, what else is going on, Ryan? Am I missing anything? Kind of putting my wife on the spot here. But I'm just trying to think. Yeah, so a lot of different stuff that, you know, some some I'm still kind of finalizing some things on. Um, but but I'm, I'm doing the horse racing uh, gig again uh, with America's Best Racing. Last year, traveled around to a bunch of the major horse races in the country, you know, the Kentucky Derby and Preakness and things like that. Uh, doing me on the streets and, and, and content at those races. So, have a summer full of that as well, and yeah, I'm just really trying to um, get my get my hand in as many things as I possibly can, man. Good stuff. Despite my uh, capital J uh, uh, background, I won't press you for any uh, any scoops there uh, on what else could be coming out. But <laughs> I saw you were just at uh, in Chicago for CubsCon over the weekend, and you know had some uh, some good now dad jokes uh, content uh, coming out of there. How was your your experience in Chicago? It was great. It was my first time at the Cubs Con. Uh, I didn't know that it had been going on for 36 years. It was a 36 Cubs convention, uh, but it was our first, and everybody at the Cubs was tip top, A plus, just hosting us. And um, the Cubs players were phenomenal as well. Uh, luckily, I've been able to form a relationship with guys like Justin Steele and Ian Happ, and. Um, but but I got to meet and, and, and do some stuff with uh, a handful of the other guys there, and they were all super fun. And 
Yeah, I'm just really excited for, you know, kind of looking at the Cubs now. Uh, I'm sure there's, you know, quite a bit of Cubs fans up there in the Fort Wayne area. Oh, yeah. But um, I think, uh, you know, there's a lot to be excited about this year with the uh, smart but but good signings that came in the off season and some of the young guns that we got coming up. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't think we're far off from being back into uh, where we want to be, which is, you know, fighting for the division, fighting for the pennant, getting getting out there in October. So, super excited about what's to come there, no doubt. For sure, yeah. May we can uh, time up uh, a visit for you to uh, check out a Tin Caps game when they're taking on the South Bend Cubs and seeing some of those uh, up-and-coming yeah. Chicago I prospects as well. Well, Joe, I <laughs> uh, want to let you get back to your family. I guess uh, to wrap up here, some people may be wondering, do you have a, a favorite uh, impression that you do, or is there any new one that – it seems like, you know, the, the Colts obviously provided a lot of material this year, so uh, Chris Ballard's entered the conversation a bit more. Uh, anything that's either fresh or uh, you're working on right now to uh, to do more of? Yes, the Colts have been very good to me. I don't know how welcome I'll be back into those parts. Uh, if I, I guess it's okay since you're a Steelers fan. <laughs> Um, but, but it's all good fun. You know, I, I, I try not to take too many personal shots or anything like that at anybody just cause, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, I, I, I still respect Chris Ballard and, and Jim Ursay and, and the jobs that they have. I'm not, you know, dumb to the fact of how hard it is to do what they do. Um, but you know, it, 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 it may be cheesy and corny and cliche, but honestly, well, you know, what I tell people, man, is when it comes to impressions is really, uh, you know, to steal a line from Tom Brady, when he's talking about like his championship, like my favorite one is, is the next one that I do is the next one that I find that, that really grabs people and, and that people enjoy. Um, because, you know, uh, again, a lot of people at the beginning of when all this started happening for me, everybody was just like, Oh, you're the Andrew Luck guy. Oh, you're the Saban guy. Oh, you, you know, what, what else you got? Like this is getting old or whatever. And so every time that I can come up with something that, uh, does well that people seem to enjoy. Um, that's my favorite thing to do. So, you know, uh, recently I've been hitting hard on the Chris Ballard and, you know, uh, sprinkled in a little Jim Harbaugh there, you know. Um, but really, when it comes to impressions, my, my favorite one is always the next one that I can conquer and, and, and feel really good about and, and add into the arsenal because there's nothing better than, you know, if I'm out and about it like I was at Cubs convention this past weekend and, you know, if I have five different people come up to me, and all five say, oh, man, I love the Jimmy Fallon. Oh, I love the Nick Saban. Oh, I love the Owen Wilson. You know, if each person just happens to say something different, that's when I feel like I'm doing my job the best, you know. So, um, yeah, I, I think the next one is always my favorite. So I guess you guys will just have to, you know, stay tuned. It's a good what you guys call the business a tease, right? Give me a follow, and then uh, maybe you guys will see and find out. <laughs> no, big league tease right there. Uh, can't wait to see what's uh, going to be coming down the pipeline. And in the meantime, yeah, make sure to uh, follow Joey on social media. Subscribe. It's free on YouTube and to his podcast. And, Joey, thanks so much for your time here. Congratulations on the success and all the best to you and your family. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. Hope to uh, get to see you guys up there at Fort Wayne at a Tin Caps game this summer. It'd be great. Absolutely, yeah. Let's make that right, uh, a plan. So there's Joey Molinaro, who, uh, yeah, like I said, I'm not exaggerating. There, and I had the chance to fill in here today. And frankly, my mentality was just, well, what would entertain me? And my go-to source for entertainment is uh, watching Joey Molinaro's videos on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, 
everywhere. And so uh, really cool because I think it came across right there. He is a genuine down to earth guy who just also happens to you know, have some uh, some acting chops and some incredible talent. Uh, and he shares it with us. And I know he has said elsewhere, there was a really good feature story on him in the Indy star by Greg Doyle uh, in the last year that yeah, his mission is just to try to make people smile, spread some uh, some happiness. And I think he's really succeeding. Yeah, that was a great interview. I was glad to hear kind of the more personal side of him and see the, the man behind the impressions. And uh, yeah, it was a really nice guy. 100%. In case anyone's wondering, I, I did ask in advance before, when we were not on air if he was up for doing uh, some of the Im- impressions or impersonations. And good point by him. It doesn't come across as well over uh, audio only without the video. So Yeah, and especially over a telephone, um, yeah. things can get a little bit uh, jumbled up over the lines, too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it could be like a, we could have had like a prank caller kind of situation. But exactly. Thanks so much uh, to Joey. So a great first uh, hour of the show here so far with Pat Boylan from the Pacers joining us as well. And looking ahead to hour number two going to be joined by Ariel Epstein from Points Bet USA. She's going to give us some picks for the upcoming weekend with NFL playoff action. And we're also going to talk with Aaron Okuson from Visit Fort Wayne because starting today, it's official now and it's just about dinner time uh depending on your schedule. Savor Fort Wayne Restaurant Week is underway here for the next couple of weekends, so she'll tell us uh what we can look forward to uh to with that. So Stick with us. You're listening to the Sports Rush on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM.